back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me. Guys want to be them. Girls want to be with them. That's right. It's Anthony and Moose. What's up? Hello! And I want to clarify that uh, I only want one woman to be with me. And only one woman wants to be with you? Yes. <laughs> That's not true. More women want to be with Moose. Well, it's a moot point. He, it's a Moose point. He's a man's um, man. So uh, I can't believe we're going to have to relive this again, but we're, we're having another alternate reality episode. Dave, as, uh, Dave. It's, yeah. that's, it's, not, it's not funny enough to, to say again. What is? And, well, Anthony said it's not the alternate reality joke. It's not funny enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't. It didn't sink in, yeah. But people really enjoyed the whole alternate reality talk. I thought it was great. The timelines are, that's a very trendy thing, you know? Have you seen any Terminators, Anthony? Uh, love the Terminators. Except yeah. the new ones. The new ones are garbage. Right. And the timelines don't make sense in them. That's a big reason why that they're, they're garbage. How do you know I'm the real Anthony and not from another timeline? <laughs> there you go. Now you're going to hang of it. There we so. go. See, now he's all into it. <laughs> So this is the second time we're recording this intro. We really hope that it takes this time. Um, and in the uh, original <laughs> reality, <laughs> I talked about how deflated and disappointed I am in my Pittsburgh Steelers. What an embarrassing, embarrassing show tonight. Uh, they looked awful. Just awful, guys. I don't know what else to say. Well, like I mentioned in another reality, um, I blame Juju Smith-Schuster because even though it's been the whole season that he's been dancing around like a like a moron on the logos, which is super disrespectful uh, and is just you shouldn't do it across any sport. Um, but it seems like the last three weeks they've been it's been publicized and people have been commenting on it and that's when they went on their losing streak. So uh, Dave, uh, do you remember what you said? Yeah, he's brought bad juju to the Steelers. Hundred, yeah. Hundo P. Hundo P <laughs> has not been good. Hundo. And uh, to add, sorry, Moose, to add insult to injury, uh, I had a beer bet with Moose, big big Ben Rossberger versus Jared Goff, who would get more points. After Jared Goff's performance against the Jets, it looked, uh, I was laughing, 16 points. I thought, oh, big Ben should be able to get that against the Bengals, no problem. And he was an absolute disaster in the first half. He could not throw a ball, short, medium, long. He couldn't even get the snap right. Like, it was very oh, yeah. brutal. Moose, what were you going to say? Uh, I don't think I was going to say anything. Oh, okay. Was, it was just, it was abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal. Finley scored more than Goff and Ben Roethlisberger. Probably, oh, no, he looked not great. combined. He looked great. He had a he had a big old run into the end zone. Yep. Yeah. Did a little bit of the Tannehill there. Did you notice that? The touchdown celebration. Um, and Ryan Finley, man, great set of teeth. On Ryan Phillip. I tweeted that out during the game. Every time the camera zoomed in on him, he was either grimacing or smiling, either one. But And I'm not sure if he wears a mouth guard, but great set of teeth. Pearly whites there. Um, and then double insult. Deontay Johnson decided to wake up and have himself a game today. And if he had done that last week, I would have won my matchup. I'd be in the semifinals, and I scored 125 points this week. I would have outscored anyone I played who was in the playoffs. I would be going into the finals to the big dance. But uh, what did you say, Moose? I said uh, if ifs. ifs and buts were candies and nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Dwight Schrute has one of those in an episode, but it like yeah. makes no sense. It doesn't rhyme, and it's like very like German. 
Pennsylvania Dutch or whatever that he is. Yeah. Well, Anyways, I mean, if I had played this guy in week five, uh, you know, I'd have a better record and I'd get yeah, the buy yeah, in I the get playoffs. It. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. It stings a little more when it's your own team and he just had to catch the ball and not get benched. But yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anyways, so then uh, in the other alternate reality, I talked about how I wish I was drinking a giant thing of scotch to drown my sorrows, but it is a beer, and I'm drinking a Whistler Brewing Company Winter Dunkel, and it's got chocolate and hints of orange, and it's okay, but it, uh, it's it's going to take a, quite a bit to get the bitter taste out of my mouth of that Steelers. Brewing. Yeah, that sounds a little too flavorful for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. way more flavorful than whatever Anthony's drinking. What are you drinking, Anthony? Yeah, what uh, um, bottle of water do you have today? Mm-hmm. Is it Dasani? It's called uh, Michelob Ultra. It's very fizzy. With a, a fizzy with one. a with a full bodied uh, mediocre taste. Full bodied mm. mediocre taste. <laughs> Glowing recommendation. Okay, well, moving on from yeah. that, I have <laughs> a. I'm on day thirteen of the Unibrew Advent Calendar. And I have a à tout le monde, which Dave uh, translated in our alternate reality. It's <laughs> to, a, to to everyone. <laughs> to everyone. Yeah. And it's a, I think it's a special beer. Uh, I confirmed with Anthony uh, prior to this episode because Anthony used to be in a screamo band, and uh, this beer. <laughs> oh, actually, that is that is the this, most. This beer is actually <sighs> called uh, Megadeth, which is apparently a heavy metal band. It is. It was not a screamo band. Uh, every person that doesn't know heavy music calls every band a screamo band, but it was not screamo. I just, uh, I knew, I knew it would get you riled up. <laughs> so, what kind of band was it, Anthony? I would say it's uh, heavy metal, hardcore, punk rock. But would you say you were screaming when you were singing? Yes, but screamo is it's emo music with screaming. Oh, okay. So it's a specific type of heavy music, but it's not the one that I played it. So you're no scrock. Screaming rock. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. We're a heavy scrock. screaming metal? No. Heavy well, screttle? Jesus. Screvy? Screvy metal? We'll come up with one. <laughs> heavy scrot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's what the Steelers didn't right. have. Well, let, let's, let's get back to the beers here for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're way off the timeline. The, the timelines uh, have merged, and then this one is just has exploded in a completely yeah. new direction. It's the uh, lowest percentage beer I've had from them. It's only a 4.5. Oh, and, you're in Anthony's territory, bud. I know, I know. And it's something called dropped. I don't know what that means. Dry hopped. I guess it's the beer equivalent of like a dry hump. It's like you know, uh, I was trying yeah, to think like, of something. You, you, you're, ha- you're, you're happy that you have it, but you don't really want it. Yeah, you don't. I mean, like, okay, I guess I'll take a dry hop, but you know, eh. yeah. Oh man, this I'd, time I'd rather I'd rather have trois pistoles. Yeah, you would. Well, well, you know what was a dry hop? Uh, that Browns Giants game, boring as hell, dry, no excitement. Oh, you want to get into the Browns Giants? Well, all right. Why not? Anthony's bedtime is quickly approaching. I was going to recap uh, Steelers, but let's get into Browns Giants. Well, here. Wait, um, what else are you going to recap on the Steelers? We Well, there were some, like, listen, Gio Bernard right, had himself right. a day, 22 points. I think that's significant. Could be available on waiver wires. Talk about it later. And Benny Snell. I think Benny Snell 
he was the only thing that worked for the Steelers in the first half. And then he continued to look good. The Pittsburgh offense has not been able to run the ball successfully basically all year. And I think if James Conner remains to be out, even if he does come back, I think Benny Snell's uh, an option for those looking to replace, you know, Cam Akers, for example, or something like that, because he, so, he looked really good. I'm going to say this. I'm yes, going to say yes, this, because I'm the James Conner owner. I've been watching. Conner. Yeah, Conner, and I've been watching the uh, Pittsburgh games a lot. Um, Pittsburgh just abandoned the run. They haven't even tried they to. They haven't even tried to do um, some of the the running plays that they used to do with James Conner. And when they had the abysmal first half, they went. They finally went back to that formula. They started the short passes to Benny Snell, and he was getting chunk yardage like they used to mm-hmm. do with James Conner, which they haven't done all season. Yep. So you know, I could if James Conner's back, I would expect you know you'd see a similar play from him. If he's healthy, but uh, I don't. But he hasn't he... looked as sparky as ben, like Benny Snell is finding the holes, making good cuts, and he is talk about physical runners. He likes, he looks for contact and looks to try and get those two, three extra yards. Would you say he's a violent runner? He's a violent runner. Very he's a violent, violent runner. Very he's not violent. super fast, like you, you know, but he's fast enough. And uh, yeah, eighteen carries, eighty-four yards. That is pretty. The, the only thing that I notice about Benny Snell is. He is a violent runner, but for some reason he just he struggles to get you that short yardage. Yeah, like he'll That's let you very down. Weird, you know, third and one for some yeah. reason he just but like tonight tonight he literally pumped the brakes one yard before the first down mark. No, no. If you look at the replay, the linebacker was came charging through the hole, and he was either no matter what he wasn't going to get that, so he had to try to make a cut to go around. And really, I think it's it's reflective of the lack of push from the Pittsburgh offense. They're horrible on these short short yardages, and they're supposed to be a great O line, but they've they've fallen from grace a little bit in in my books. The Pittsburgh O line. Mm. Anyways, mm. Um, also worth mentioning, we're going to talk about some injuries, but Anthony, um, uh, one of your guys, Tyler Boyd, injured, left concussion. the game, looked like concussion. Well, if you watch the replay, man. You know, I was watching this game. It was a very physical game. Like Cincinnati came to ball and they were like angry probably at the TikTok dancing and they came out hitting. And it just reminded me like... Would you say it was violent? It was violent. It was a violent game. (laughs) And it just reminded me like, I can't believe we ever played football. You know, like in high... I know we played in high school. and then But then we played rugby. We played men's rugby. Uh, You and I, um, Moose, Anthony, I'm sure you've done some things. Soccer, you know, some physical things. Um, but man, like I could not imagine playing, <laughs> just stepping foot on an NFL field. Those like the hits that are being delivered is just outrageous. So I Tyler think, Boyd I fell think, from well, like nine feet in the air. And just, if you look at the, the replay, he, his head whiplashed back, like oh, yeah, violently. Cool. Oof. Rough. Moose, what were you going to say? I was going to say, well, part of it, part of it is like, if I knew I had millions of dollars in my bank account, True. And any injury I sustained, I would have the best of the best healing me. I think I'd smash the shit out of everything in front of me. <laughs> That's true. And it's fun. It's fun. And these guys are, they're younger. They're probably not even our age anymore, right? Because we're, we're ancient by NFL terms. We're but... old. <laughs> old. But yeah, that you do bring up a, a, a good point there, Miss. But they don't all make crazy money like. I know, but they they all make enough money that if they had to be like in bed rest for uh, like half a year, it 
they'd be fine. Yeah, but the the long term potential effects of um of these things it makes you wonder. I know, but note, but again, they they still make enough money that you know, uh, you, you they'd be fine. Yeah, you hope. Uh, on that note, uh, some sad news out of the NFL today was the passing of Kevin Green, who was a played for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, amongst other teams, the LA Rams, Carolina. And the 49ers, and he is third. He is third all time for sacks with 160, and he was only 52. Passed away today. There's no details that have come out surrounding that, but uh, some sad news. And you, you hope it's not anything related to, you know, injuries he sustained or anything coming out of football. But you do see that from time to time. So, yeah. All right. Should we talk Browns Giants? Yes, we should. Yeah. All right. Well, you, uh, Anthony led off saying it was a bit of a snooze fest. Um, and it was. <laughs> Anthony, I recall you saying at one point that Colt McCoy was the perfect backup. Do you still want to stand by that statement? Well, <laughs> when you talk about perfect backup in normal football, not fantasy, like he had 221 right. yards, no turnovers. Like from your backup, you don't want to turn over the ball. But I think everything for New York didn't work. Like they're. The running game was terrible. Like, this is the first game that Gallman was awful. Um, I mean... 2.9. Yikes. Fantasy points. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did get the ball to Slayton. Nine targets, four receptions, 74 yards. But it's just... Like, Cleveland's defense is good. Um, and even though Colt McCoy is the perfect backup, I don't... I'm not even sure if Daniel Jones was in that this would have been that much better. Um, I think there were some terrible calls in this game by the coaching staff on the Giants when they went on, what was it, a fake field goal? Like, I don't know. There was just some questionable moves. I think he was trying to get too cute. Um, didn't work. And the Browns, like we've said all season, have, you know, taken a huge step uh, in the right direction. And uh, Baker Mayfield is looking fantastical with uh, 297 yards, two touchdowns. There's my question. There's my next question to both of you. Is Baker Mayfield good? He knows the best situation. There's no yes and no to that. He's developing. Yeah. He's developing. He's still young. Um, Having the run game there, like Nick Chubb coming back was definitely good for him. And... I, I don't know. This is just me, but Odell Beckham not there. It seems like he's gone back to old Mr. Reliable Jarvis Landry, who's well, been and doing... He, yes, and he spreads the ball out. Yeah, he, he's Way had more. the solid past four weeks. Like He did have a single-digit week against Baltimore, who they always struggle against, but it's been 24, 16, and 15 pretty much. Uh, three of the four, the past four games. And um, whoa, whoa, what do you... For Baker? No, for... um. For Jarvis Landry, his oh, old Mr. Reliable. Okay, I was like, yeah, so yeah. Jarvis Landry benefits from him. Um, Peoples-Jones is taking a step up. Uh, Higgins mm-hmm. is taking a step up. Yeah, it's just, I, I think the only person that suffered, or like if you had played him in your playoff game, was Kareem Hunt, yep. and he kind of screwed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. not good. <laughs> Where, and Gallman, whereas, too. Most whereas I had him on the bench last week, and he got 20-whatever points, and then this yeah. week, not so good. It was, it was Kareem Hunt's worst week for fantasy. 
Um, Moose, you always talked about what are you, what are your thoughts on Freddie Kitchens from who was the head coach of the Browns last year? I mean, he's well, he's a running back coach, and I think that was a big problem for Baker because it was a very run oriented team, and it you know the passing game just just wasn't there. And they're still a run oriented oriented team, but I think the coaching switch to Kevin Stefanski clearly he's doing a better job with that team and Baker looks better. So if you remove last year from the equation and chalk that up to Freddie kitchens and, and poor coaching, poor team chemistry, and you look at Baker's rookie season, and then you look at how Baker's been this year, he kind of is good. And even for fantasy, he's kind of good. If we, again, uh, Anthony, you bring up, you brought up on numerous occasions, the, uh, that Cleveland played in like three horrible weather games where you just couldn't throw the ball. Yeah. And if you ignore those, he's had some, very good weeks. I mean, look at Baker's last four. I know, but 18, you ignore uh, 30, you ignore 20. anybody's bad weeks, and they're they're good. No, uh, no, know? no. But 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 it's not just that they were bad because he was bad. Like the weather does affect, like rain. And no, no, all. of course. But that but that still but that still factors into. Sure. You know. But you see perfect situations even against Baltimore, who he struggles against uh, 30, 30 fantasy points. Uh, 18 uh, against Jacksonville, 27 against Tennessee and uh, Giants. Anthony, I'll, I'll give you the same answer that you uh, you gave us. If he does it again, I'll say he's good. That's fair. So we'll have to see it next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Point. Next year, the, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, so, yeah, like I'm not – I don't think anyone's going to draft. Like there's no need to draft you Baker as your starting to... quarterback. Yeah, yeah if, but... your que- if your question is, is Baker Mayfield – uh, above the Derek Carr mark, yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> and especially if you're going to your finals, uh, they're playing the Jets this upcoming week. So mm-hmm. they might throw the ball. The Jets, Jets coming off their first win. Yeah, but you they, know? like we just said, he's above Goff. Flying high. So Goff can suck an egg. And, no, no, no. Uh, we said he, we said he was above Derek. Above oh, Derek. Derek Carr. But I think he's above Goff as well. Yeah, they're they're similar. So I'd far. say they're about the same. At yeah, this point. but uh, I think Goff has been trending in the wrong direction, whereas Baker has been trending upwards. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. All right, anything else from that game? No. Um, no. Oh, no. other than um, did we mention Wayne Goldman was uh, yeah next to irrelevant? Yeah, we did mention that. Oh, and uh, well, one other thing, uh, Austin Hooper made. A touchdown appearance so he had got a game and he had, double he had five receptions which but is my tight god end. yeah he is slow like yeah he's one not, uh, yeah he's very slow yeah david njoku is like much better like much more athletic but yeah, i don't know what his deal is through through to him once anyway well, he, he doesn't want to be on the team i think uh, he made that very vocal so i'm sure uh, no he doesn't want to be the not starting tight end like he'll be the starting tight end with the browns or else Trade him. Kind of the Carson Wentz approach. <laughs> Which yeah. leads into our waiver wire part because Jalen Hurts, if he's available and you're listening, he's you a should have picked him very, up two weeks ago. Very high yeah. streamer, like Moose did. Mo- guys, Moose uh, he's a waiver wire genius. And he picked up Jalen Hurts before he went off. You know, he saw enough from that first game. You picked him up after his first game, correct, Moose? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know. You did see enough. You're in a position where you're not super and trusting of Jared Goff, so you might as well get someone back up. I'll tell. I'll I'll give out my strategy here. Yeah. It it really had nothing to do with Jalen Hurts's performance. Like obviously he went out there. He uh, 
you know, he wasn't absolutely terrible. Um, and then I, I looked at the calendar and I saw that he's playing Dallas week 16. Right. And so that was, that was my thinking. I'm just pick him up, sit him on my bench. And, uh, if he turns out great, he's going up against the Dallas defense in the finals and, uh, you know, probably going to do better than Jared Goff. Yeah. Which, which is, yeah, which is good thinking. So if you're in a position where you have to stream a quarterback going into your finals uh, and he's available, pick him up. I'd uh, I'd be confident starting him. So in the first game he played, he ran for over 100 yards. And you're like, okay, he can he can do it with his legs, but he only had about 167 through the air. And then this past game throws for uh, 304 touchdowns. So you're thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, he can definitely play. <laughs> so mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, just happy to have him on my dynasty team. Moving forward, sorry, Anthony. All right, um, does that Why lead us into? Me? Because you always talk about how you wanted to pick him up, but I oh yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Um, all right, waiver wires. Let's let's talk injuries first. Couple of significant injuries, and let me know if I miss any guys. But uh, we had Cam Akers with a high ankle sprain. So Moose, we think he's out this week, right? He's one hundred percent out. They already ruled him out. Um, so that's significant if you're the Cam Akers owner, as Moose is. Uh, Julio Jones. I would. The smart thing is for them to shut him down. So that's something to keep in mind. It, it ups the value of Calvin Ridley, of Russell Gage. Um, potentially had nursed oof if Matt Ryan could put it together um <laughs> other he did have a touchdown last week uh Eric Ebron left today's game pretty early on after he went with Ben threw it to him in triple coverage back came down he got destroyed and uh yeah so you might have to switch off him Michael Gallup injured last game we don't expect him to play uh Tyler Boyd left today's game with a concussion that we already mentioned and Keenan Allen we're not sure what his status is did I miss any Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh, goodness. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He is not playing for the rest of the fantasy season for sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they said maybe playoffs with rehab, but let's get serious. Yeah. He, Moose said it didn't look good. He hurt his ankle and his hip. Yeah. And you started with uh, Acres, right? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned started it. Started with Cam Perfect. Acres. So some pretty significant injuries there. So, waiver wire. Who do you guys want to talk about first? Uh, uh, well, the, I think the big one is Tony Pollard. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Anthony noted that he's only owned in 50% of leagues. So 54, yeah. 54. So if you can acquire him, and like if you lost Cam Akers and you can acquire Tony Pollard, I mean, you're laughing. And they're playing Philly, as you already mentioned, Moose. But you got to figure the volume he's going to get sh- should be good enough. And he's working. So if, if he's working, they're going to go to him, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, I know a lot of people are, are saying uh, that Zeke is benched because of his injury, but I mean, Mike McCarthy came out and said that in the interest, they didn't think it was in the best interest to go with Zeke. Like, didn't even mention injury. Just mentioned yeah. that they want to roll with Tony Pollard. Yeah. Yeah, I still, and I know they have a ton of money invested in Zeke, and it's it's a tough situation there. I, I really, I agree 100%. Pollard, like clearly, Pollard was great last week. He's a good play this week. Um, maybe whether Zeke's out or not, but certainly if Zeke's out. But we'll talk postseason about Zeke moving forward. I think he'll be, like, certainly his value goes down in redraft. Like, he's not going to be a top four running back off the board, but I still think he's good. 
Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, Tony Pollard, great, great option moving forward. What do you guys think about Lev Bell with Clyde Edwards Alaire out? Um, yeah, like I, Moose mentioned earlier, uh, I think it was before we started recording that Lev Bell should have already been picked up. Uh, but if you haven't picked him up, I think he's definitely worth it. Uh, you know, he'll probably roll into the end zone a couple times, once or twice. So I think he he's a decent pickup for like a flex option. If you're really suffering, if you're the Clyde Edwards Hilaire owner, definitely, uh, well, the the Chiefs are playing Atlanta. So you got to imagine that they're going to be tossing the rock quite a bit. Yeah. I think that's where his value will come in is in the passing game because Atlanta does have a pretty staunch run defense. Um, is if Lev Bell, so if you're the Clyde Edwards Alaire owner, Lev Bell is unavailable. Do you turn to Daryl Williams? No, 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 no. Okay. The only the only uh, Chiefs running back you want to pick up is Lev Bell. Gotcha. Well, while we're on <coughs> the the running backs, would you guys? Uh, we didn't mention this guy in our options, but I'm seeing that Daryl Henderson is here, and since Acres is going to be out. Is Daryl Henderson an option? Um, he's a big play. I think he's he's owned in a lot of leagues, but they're playing the Seahawks. Seventy two percent rostered. But do you yeah. also think that Malcolm Brown? This could be a Malcolm Brown week. Well, this this is what I was going to say. I think with Cam Akers out, now we default back to start of season. Is it going to be Malcolm Brown? Is it going to be Darrell Henderson? Or will both of them split? Will Malcolm Brown be the goal line guy? Will Darrell Henderson be the you know, getting you a first down uh, back, you know? It's a lot to put your faith in either of them in your fantasy championship. That's for certain. And Seattle's defense has been better. And both of them have had injuries. You know, both have been nagged with injuries. Like Daryl Henderson, I'm not sure he's fully healthy. Uh, So I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't, I I would look for other options before those. Like Tony Pollard over all those options and then Lev Bell to me would be second. And what about those guys? And what about Salvan Ahmed? Ahmed. If if he's the only running back playing for Miami. I mean, yeah. This thing it's so slim pickings. I just I wouldn't trust a Miami running back in my playoffs. But against it, the Raiders? I, against the Raiders? Uh, I mean, I've said it before on the podcast, I don't trust Miami. Every man's got to stick by his code. Uh, I wouldn't trust Miami's that. good now though. Like they're a good team. They're smart. And uh Ahmed got twenty one points against New England. You know, All I'm saying is I, the Raiders. I I you know, yeah, I'm in a situation where I need to find a running back potentially. And I wouldn't I wouldn't roll with, with Salvon Ahmed. Okay. So 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 let's put some running backs in order here because uh, I just thought of another one that I'm seeing is available. He's probably owned a little bit more. Uh, let me just pull it up here. The The player is Devin Singletary. Uh, I see him in a couple of my leagues available. He is 76% rostered, but if he's there, because he's kind of one of those players where, you know, it's it's hit or miss, but he had a big week against Denver, and he plays New England this coming week. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Moss seems to be out of the picture again. He's not running efficiently. Uh, still has the chance to get that goal line work, but it seems like uh, Devin Singletary is the the back that is getting most of the the touches uh, and the uh, targets right now. Well, um, yeah. yeah. So I would, to me, so if Zeke's out, Pollard's first. Right. 
We can agree on that. Yeah, hundred percent. Even though they're playing Philly. Okay. Um, and then our next options. I think I think I'd really go Lev Bell over for me over Devin Singletary if he's available. I don't know. I I'm I, I'm putting Devin Singletary over Lev Bell only because they haven't really used Lev Bell all that much, and like I don't I don't think they'll need to lean on Lev Bell to beat Atlanta. So like I he is a starting running back, so he is going to get points, but. But I, I just, I don't, I don't feel confident that Lev Bell will be like, will help you tip the scale. But if they're up, they're they're gonna run him, right? Like if the. If, but that's not that's not really always the case with the Chiefs. It's not always the case with the Chiefs. It's a good point. Like even when they're up, they they still just toss it. I mean, down yeah, to Tyreek like, every you know put it this like, way, or they've, Kelsey. They've been up in in plenty of games, and they haven't used Clyde Edwards Lair all that much, so. That's a good point. So, so you put Devin Singletary ahead. And I know if you look at last game, Zach Moss's numbers, they're a bit skewed because it says he had 6.2 yards per carry and 81 yards, but he did have a big run. He did right. get more touches, but Devin Singletary was on the field much longer. But Devin Singletary's yard per carry was 8.5. So he's running more efficiently. Um, and I'll tell you, if if Miles, if Miles Gaskin's out, I think I put Ahmed second after Pollard like against yeah. the Raiders the Raiders are atrocious on defense I would go Pollard had so Ahmed, many people run over them single Terry and what was the other one I uh, love Bell love Bell yeah and then yeah I'm, I'm chalking junior but they're against the Colts mm. I'm chalking Salvan Ahmed up to some recency bias I uh I think it's one of these things where he gets 20 points and then this week he's gonna get like five it's it's possible, but I mean, so Moose, if he, so if if there's other running backs in the picture, I get that, but if he's the lone guy against the Raiders, like he carried the ball 23 times for 122 yards and a touchdown against the Patriots. Yeah, no, I I understand how the numbers work. Yeah. I just don't trust it. Yeah, I, like uh, I get what Moose is saying because when he came in uh, the first time uh, when Gaskin got injured, his his first game was super good, 15.5. And then right. the game after was 9.9 against Denver, who's a bad run defense. Um, so he could. He are, could they, are they bad run defense? Well, uh, the this past week, uh, Buff, it was Buffalo who played Denver. Both, uh, like, look at the yards per carry on the two running backs, Singletary and uh, Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. They're not very good. And like Zach Moss had like a long, what was that, forty yard run or something? Like there, there, there's plenty of opportunity for a running back to uh, destroy yeah. them. I think they're they're middle of the pack, sixteenth um, against running backs. But I think at that point in the season they were decent. Anyways, all that to say, you're not wrong. It's like it's a lot to put your faith in a guy who did it once. Also, I mean this this doesn't really matter, but he's also an undrafted free agent who was released by another team. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, he, like he's obviously he's talented and he can run the ball, but he's like several tiers, you know, below. So you got to imagine it, at some point that skill set will come into play, you know, like defenses, will, you know, might be able to 
stop him. He might not have the skill set to adapt and change his, you know, running mid game kind of thing if it's not working. Gotcha. Oh, I forgot also to mention who could take work from him. Patrick Laird is still there. <laughs> and I just Patrick want to mention Laird, Jordan Patrick Howard Laird. is not. Patrick Patrick Laird did uh, get in oh, on God. some snaps last week. Yeah, yep. and so did Brita. So St. Patrick. Oh, God. That takes me back. That takes me back, guys, to the OG days. 60 right. episodes ago. Yeah, 60 yep. so episodes ago. What um, What about wide receivers, guys? Want to get into some wide receiver waivers? Okay. Russell Gage. Russell's got to be up there on the list, eh? Yeah, but see, I was thinking about that, and then I saw who they're playing. And I didn't. Uh, oh no, maybe. Hold on. Yes, I saw who they're playing, and I don't know, man. Kansas they're going City. up. Against, yeah, going up Kansas City. It's good defense. Yeah, but yeah, they have a, a very good pass defense. But but Matt playing, Ryan's got to playing the whole playing game. okay as of late, and it seems like Russell and Calvin both do fairly well when Julio's out. So to me, it's it's only if Julio's out. Okay, but if, for me, my it. my thought is more Matt Ryan. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Matt Ryan will play like shit, but the receivers will do well. That's usually how it goes. Okay. Last like three the weeks for Russell Gage have been 13, 16, 15 yeah. points. His targets have been 8, 7, and 10. And he's played tough defenses uh, against the pass as well, like New Orleans and Chargers. Um, and they're not favorable weeks. But, uh, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah, and they use him all over the place. They use him on some run plays too. Like, uh, he's very dynamic. And again, um, it, it it comes down to who like if you're going into the finals, you probably have a pretty good lineup, but maybe one of those players is Tyler Boyd or Keenan Allen or someone who's not going to play, and you need someone else. In that case, I think Russell Gage could be someone you switch off to. But if you don't need anyone, he's yeah. you know he's not someone you would put ahead of your your starters. Don't start him over Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill. Put that way. No, 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 none of that. No, no. Uh, uh, uh. Stefan Dix, so good. All right, others? You had another one you mentioned, uh, Anthony. Yeah, so this one is just based on my guy that I wish I had, uh, Jalen Hurts. He is talking up Greg Ward, and I don't remember the deets, but uh, him, um, Jalen Hurts and Greg Ward grew up in the same town. Oh. Uh, I, th- um, I think they went to the same college as well. Um well, they weren't in the deal. same year, but uh, I think they've been, they were, you know, they have a good rapport. Um, and, and isn't isn't Greg Ward also a quarterback or was a quarterback? He was. Yeah. I'm he's 11% sure he was, yeah. rostered and he's been up and down the whole season. But uh, I mean, just against New Orleans, he wasn't good. But since Jalen Hurts has come in, uh, well, did Jalen Hurts, was Jalen Hurts in against uh, Green Bay or is it just New Orleans? Uh, well, New Orleans was the first game he started. He played halfway through the week before. Yeah, and then he ended up getting Greg. Oh, this is true. I remember because Greg Ward hadn't done much, and then he threw a touchdown to Greg Ward mm-hmm. uh, when he came in. New Orleans tough D didn't do so well, but against Arizona, fifteen point five, he was targeted five times. Uh, yeah, five times again. He's been targeted five times in each of those the past three games. And Dallas is a terrible defense. Um, I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think Greg Ward is a pickup just if you're dealing with injuries. Like, yeah, on, sneaky, on my, yeah, sneaky yeah. pickup for injuries. 
I'm like I'm I'm looking at receivers here because I'm suffering in my work league that I'm going in the finals because I only have Woods and Cooks on my team at the moment because uh, Tyler Boyd just got injured. Kenny Galladay has been out, and I traded uh, Julio Jones for George Kittle, who is and, not hey, George Kittle could come back. Yeah, Ooh. but you're not starting him. No. Moose, you are in the finals in our main league. You are, own George Kittle in that league. He's on your IR spot. If he's playing, you're not They shouldn't him. play no. him. No, there's no way I'm who starting you, Who are you starting instead of George Kittle? Robert Tunyon. Hmm. In it's my not, in my tight end situation. I start him in this situation. So now after seeing last week, I also have tight end issues where uh, Gesecki, we're not sure if he's going to play because he's was hurt. Um, do I play Noah Fant? Instead of Kittle, because I'll give you this. Kittle's give you this. playing, guys. It, like I don't no. know how you don't start him. Because you, exactly what happened to Keenan Allen owners last week is what'll happen to the George yeah. Kittle owner if you no, because that's not George Kittle. George Kittle, if he's in the lineup, he's he's getting the ball and he's getting it a lot. No, well, Keenan he, Allen doesn't. He doesn't fantastic. half go into a game. He just won't play. He doesn't half go into a game. Yeah, I I'm still not. And you're not convincing me. You're not selling me on that. He's been out for too long. Like it was obviously a pretty big injury and they haven't been like, if they said 100% George Kittle, he's been tearing it up and down the practice field. He's going in, but they're going, maybe he'll play. Okay. No, thank you. I'm the not first time he got injured this season. He, he missed weeks two and three. He got injured in week one, missed two and three. Came back in week four and scored 32.6 fantasy points. He was on the field for 99% of the snaps. He had 15 targets, caught all 15 of them for 183 yards and a touchdown. You're not starting that guy? No. If he's playing? No. If Like okay. I said, if they if they said 100% he's come back, like I said, they'd be tearing it up and down the field, great. But they're not. They're saying, oh, he might play. Maybe maybe he'll feel good enough. I'm not, I'm not taking the chance on that. I'd rather... I'd rather put in. I mean, I've I've wavered a, a a good replacement tight end, and I'd rather you know roll with the decent points that he's going to get me. Tanyan is good. Tanyan is getting good. So it's potentially you know, zero safer, points but... or two points, and you know being devastated that I made that decision. Yeah, and I think I, 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 I he, think you're going to be equally devastated if he goes off on your bench and you lose while he was on your bench with like twenty points. Yeah, but no, but I think I'm making the right decision here. Yeah. I think okay. I have to agree. Like, I'd, I'd I, rather get I'd rather get some points and have like someone go off on the bench than get zero. I mean, points. Moose, by all means, you follow your gut because it's carried you to the to this point uh, where you're in a position to get your third championship in this. Yeah. League, so I haven't so even looked at Kittle, even though they've been talking about him. I I'm not looking. I'm just hoping Gesecki uh, plays, and if not, I'll probably go with Fant because I didn't go with Fant last week and he mm. went off. Mm, yeah, <laughs> because Irv Smith did nothing, and your Cole Komet suggestion was even worse than Irv Smith. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah, Cole Komet was bad. Yep. Well, I I told you not to expect to play Mike Gesecki. I don't know why you. No, no, no. Like... I know, but I I had I had backups. I just didn't go with fans, and I put Irv Smith in. All right. Any other waiver wire options there, guys? For a tight end or wide receiver? Anything. Well, tight end, probably no one. I mean, 
Normally, I'd say Probably Tyler. Probably no one. <laughs> normally, I normally I'd he say with... uh, normally I'd say Tyler Higby, and you guys would be like, "Oh, Tyler Higby." I mean, he only got fourteen points last week, but he was um, good. He's been good since he like everyone gave up on him. He's been pretty good. It's because he broke his hand. What <laughs> did what he, about Austin yeah, Hooper he, against? He broke the Jets. his hand, so he, uh, he Hooper against the so Jets. Well. I mean, again, it's. He's in the same category as all these guys. The Irv oh. Smiths, the Cole Komets, these guys. What? Dawson Knox. Briefly Dawson mentioned Knox last week. Uh, he's injured. He got hurt. Uh, uh, so I, I'm not sure yet. Is he actually injured or is it just like he's He's questionable. Up? He has the Q. I know, but do you know what the injury is or is he just banged up a bit? Uh, We'll have to follow. I don't have the details on what the injury was, but I remember he did... He didn't look too great when he got hit on one of the plays where he caught the ball. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to follow that. But Dawson Knox could be a good option. But I, I yeah. think he he's a similar situation to the Hooper thing. Uh, some weeks he wants to throw to him and some weeks he doesn't. Um, yeah, and he, he doesn't get, like, a lot of targets. But uh, I know, yeah. but if you're looking on the waiver wire for a tight end, I mean, it's beggars can't be choosers here. Correct, correct, yeah. All right, lastly, guys, um, listen, if you're going into the finals here, you probably already have a defense lined up. You probably already have your QB lined up. But on the off chance that you need you pick someone up off waivers, let's take yeah, a quick scan. Like take a quick chargers. scan at the defenses here. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> and the Chargers are going up against? Denver. Yeah, Denver's been been fairly bad. Chargers are a good option. What about, uh, I mean, like, well, what are the, are the Bears still unowned? Like, you got to think the Bears are owned at this point, right? The yeah. Bears are at 55% owned, and they're playing Jacksonville this week. Yeah, because so. you mentioned them last episode as yeah. a, a great pickup, specifically because they were going to play Jacksonville this week. And the so obvious one, an the obvious one is Cleveland. Yeah. Right. Probably someone snagged them if they were smart because they're going up against the Jets. But again, really good option. I snagged them weeks ago for my playoff run in the dynasty, and well, yep, the old playoff run <laughs> fell short. Yeah, uh, that's how she goes. <laughs> um, other than that, looks like the other matchups are going to be pretty good. Maybe I mean the Bills are probably on, but they're going up against the Patriots. New Orleans yeah. are available in one of my leagues. They're sixty-eight percent owned, but they have a good matchup as well. Vikings. Uh, yeah, against the I Vikings. mean, New Orleans is just so good. Like, you know, Kirk Cousins is going to screw up because, uh, you know, they're still throw the ball, Kirk. Technically in it, so he's going to be slinging the ball, and that's going to lead to interceptions. A hundo p. Yeah, and who are the Bears playing Jacksonville? The Bears yeah. might make the playoffs, Anthony. I know, but they, like I said, they have to beat uh, Green Bay the last week. And like I know, you said that they're the the Green Bay run defense is crap, which is true, and David Montgomery when I lost the beer bet about him running all over Green Bay the last time, he mm-hmm. did that, but they still didn't win. So they need to, they haven't beat the Green Bay. I, I don't know in how long, but it's been too long. But I, I'm so just you're, So you're rooting for Green Bay this week to beat the Titans on Sunday Night Football so that you, so that they can then rest their guys. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. But, you know, you always have to look at the week that you're in, right? Like crazier things yep. have happened. Uh, the Jets beat the Rams, so Jacksonville. If Trubisky decides to go back to old Trubisky, 
and thinking that Jacksonville is going to be a piece of cake, then they'll screw up. Kind of like how he did against Detroit when he threw an interception at the end of the game when he didn't even need to force (laughs) the ball. So, yeah, we got to look at this week. Okay, uh, QBs, probably people have their starting QB set up, but we mentioned Jalen Hurts as a streaming option. How do you guys feel about Tua against the Raiders? No. As an option. No. I would rather Trubisky against Moose? Jacksonville. Wow. Um, I, uh, yeah, it kind of hurts me to say it, but I think I would go Trubisky as well. <laughs> it, Jalen hurts you to say it, but yeah. <laughs> So we say Mitch, we say Mitch then to a, yeah, just because he's a rookie and you never know. They might get it done in other ways. He had 19 points against the Patriots last week against the famously rookie dominating Patriots. So, and then of course there's Baker Mayfield against the Jets. If you want to swing for the fences or all Finley options against Houston. The oh, awful. Don't. come on now. No, I know. I'm just, come on now. Okay. I mean, he looked like, but he was doing his best Joe Burrow impression today. Kind of looked like Joe Burrow today, but. All right, that's it for streamers. Guys, um, our next episode. So this one is airing um, Tuesday morning, as it usually does. No, no, no. And then It's airing tonight. Oh, it's true. We've been publishing them. So technically it's airing mm, East Coast time. It's going to be Tuesday morning. But Yeah, it's true. We're, we already are Tuesday morning. Yeah, we're Tuesday morning, East Coast time, uh, is when this episode airs, because we've been publishing immediately following broadcast. Um but our next episode, since it's Christmas week, is going to be airing on Wednesday at some point. Wednesday the 23rd. Happy Festivus. Um, to prep you for start sit for the week. Um, and then we'll divulge more. But we'll we'll have our usual uh, Sunday recap from this awesome week that's coming. Because it's going to be a Christmas week of football. There's going to be Christmas on... Sorry, there's going to be... <laughs> there's going to be football on Christmas. Uh, with the Minnesota game, there's going to be football on Saturday the 26th. There's going to be football on the 27th. There's going to be football on the 28th. We've got four days in a row of football, guys. It's going to be such a good week. So we'll recap that, and then we'll let our listeners know um, in later episodes what our plan is moving forward for postseason. But we will be bringing you podcasts throughout the offseason. Sound good? Yeah, sounds pretty good. All right. Fantastic. Are we uh, ready to wrap up this reality? I think we are. Okay. Oh, yes. Well, if you happen to find yourself in the finals, like Moose does, good in luck to you. And two Moose, championships. Any... Sorry? In two, two championships. Two championships, yes. And Anthony has a work league, and I have a, a dynasty league that I'm hoping to get you guys into because I'm destroying everyone, and they're going to quit, and then you guys can take over the abandoned teams. So technically, we all have championships, but Moose has the main one with those two leagues that we're in. Uh, Moose, yeah. do you have any words of wisdom for people going into finals? Since you're you've done this before, third time around. Well, I mean, set your lineup, um, set it early, make the decisions, and then and then lock it in. Any decision, any decision you make, you know, within an hour of game time, you're probably going to regret. So, if it's right, unless it's an injury thing. Yeah, unless it's right. obviously, obviously, yeah. if a player gets injured, take them out of your lineups. Yes. But set your lineup and and then Trust just leave it. Just I like it. it. Wise words. All right. Well, that about does it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.